Hi, and welcome to the Drunk Dial Podcast. I'm your host, Dyke Michaels, and with me as always, my co-host, Tim Tim McDonald. McDonald. Oh! Fuck yeah! I did it! Jinx padlock. (laughs) Jinx. Pitch poke, owe me coke, but don't because I'm a good girl. On the ones that choose the wheels of steel, Thaddeus. The best comic in the world. Oh, I thought we were going to (laughs) say Jay that we're doing a jinx thing. McKee. Right. Stole my thunder a little bit. A little bit? A little bit? You stole my thunder a little bit? You have a little bit of thunder today. It's kind of <laughs> that we were talking about it. And I was like, oh my God, Thaddeus. Like, Dyke is like buck wild today. He's like, yeah, it's because he's not been drinking. Oh, yeah, it's got to go somewhere. Also, I got a lot of sleep yesterday because I did not get any sleep. Uh, meat cakes. I got one hour of sleep because I came from uh, two shows at Helium to uh, making all that food. Like a slut that you are. And then I took a quick power nap, mm-hmm. and then I did the entire meat cake competition. Sleep deprived? Yeah, it was rough. And then and then we came back and podcasted. How, how did that go for our, our drunk dollars? It was amazing. Um, we have a full episode about it on Heart of Brunch if you uh, want to go check that out. Okay, good. But, but also, um, it was great. You know, like, we're doing a lot of big events through our other podcast, Heart of Brunch, and it was a complete success. It was twice as big as last year. Juicy. Thad really made it like because it's a cooking competition. Thad doesn't cook. But last mm. year he hosted the shit out of it and added some funny elements. This year, I would say like Thad put his stamp on the <coughs> on the event. Like it, it it like his personality became part like of the event. Oh, well blessings. Thank you. That was very nice to hear. In the same room. It's been uh <laughs> It's it's been a wild weekend. I hosted for or sorry, hosted. I featured for Dusty Slay five yes. shows this weekend. Five. And so that alone would have been a huge big weekend and meat cakes alone would have been a huge big weekend, but somehow You did all of that. I did all of it. So from Thursday to Sunday was just a a grind, but in the best possible way. I, I'm not no one to sound like I'm complaining. It's to the point where Thad said something so funny today that it exactly encapsulated my um, like thought about the weekend. And it was like, I feel like I need to go to a therapist to talk about how to deal with all these good things that have been happening no, to me. No, that's a real thing. Because yeah. you're about to have a... I think that's really common. When you have a, a run of, one, good shows, two, a huge event that you've been working on, Yeah, that come down, the contrast from that, it's like coming down from like, a horn, it's like coming down from like oxytocin. You're just, it's a good high. Yeah. That you're, get ready for a depression, baby. Cause right now, I was actually about to tell you <laughs> that you have like a lot of glow and color to your face. I think it's just so much stress has like the valve has been released. released. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, <what>? Oh, no. <laughs> no. Stop making eyebrows. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, good for you, Dykel. No, but I, I was, feel like you can't go to the manic place because. Too much anxiety would like rid you of being manic. Like, like that's not your personality to like just be up in the clouds. Like nothing's gonna go wrong. Oh you know no, I mean? I, no, you're constantly worried. Yeah, yeah. In fact, the whole weekend, it was so great, but I couldn't, Relax. I couldn't fully enjoy it because I was like sleep deprived. It well, no, I was like if it, if I start enjoying it, something's gonna go off the rails. Like, it's tell like, me you went to a Catholic school without telling me you went to a Catholic school. <laughs> <laughs> but it, no, it was great. D- Dusty was. I saw. I saw. Here, let me count my blessings here. I finally got my good like comic hang that I've been wanting. Oh, babe! Like I got that. That was really great. Um, he was just a really nice guy. He was down to earth, and like it was. It, I forgot. He was so down to earth that I forgot he was famous. 
Does that make sense? Yes. Like, because like if it had, and nothing against Dusty Slade, but it's just like, this is a guy who became famous in the past five years. Mm-hmm. If it had been someone that I grew up with watching on TV, I'd mm-hmm. probably be like a nervous wreck. Yeah. But I came in, he was just very um, disarming, you know, just like, Hey, how's it going? Blah, blah. Oh, he just made you naturally feel comfortable. Yeah. I love that. And then I ended up hanging out with him all weekend. Like I drove him to Bob and Tom on Friday morning. Uh, I got a plug in for meat cake. I got a meat, like the whole Bob and Tom staff and like get on the radio with all them. the dads. And, but like, these are people that I've listened to since I was a little kid, you know, That's like wild. in That's high crazy. school and like, cause like they were even like kind of making fun, like not making fun, but uh, the producer was kind of like, she let me in and gave me the tour. She was like, I told everyone you're a local because like locals think of Bob and Tom in a different way than like a traveling comic would, you know, yeah. to them it's like, this is just another radio show. To me, it's like this is an institution of something that's been there in the background. It's my whole a life. stable of Indiana culture, and we yes. know that. <laughs> it really is, though. But you know, morning radio is super early, so like I had to get up, go to drive to his hotel in my car that I wasn't sure was going to be okay on the interstate. So I had to like try to trick out my car. I literally just put wolf blankets over everything. Because try to make the car look not so bad. And then I just put a bunch of oil in it and just said a bunch of prayers. And then, like, I picked him up and I was like, hey, I'm not, like, we were, like, on the way to the thing. And I'm like, I'm not trying to, like, freak you out or anything, but I never drive on the interstate because I'm not sure the car is going to be able to handle it. <laughs> and then we got on the interstate. He's like, oh, that, that's a good hum, right? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's, it's, it's working. Uh, <laughs> I didn't realize your car situation was oh, like yeah. that. That's why, yeah. If I ever go out of town, ta- like I, I never drive on the interstate. I never go out of town with it. I, that's why I always ride to shows with other people. Uh, that is not a driving around car. That's like a going to work car. We need to get you a car. It's a good car if you want to come up with a bet. Yeah, yeah. You know like I mean? li- literally, I, I, <laughs> I put a, a new air freshener in, and then I was like. Pulling it down, I was like, did I trick you? Did you think you were getting into a new car because of the way it smelled in <laughs> here? And he goes, no, I knew it wasn't. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then that night, so uh, we had two shows. And then that night we went out for cigars because he, he doesn't drink. And he was just like, I, I could go for a cigar. And I was like, he went to this burn the night, the first night, and he didn't like it. It was like too loud. And I was like, let's go to Nikki Blaine's. I was like, I think that's way more your speed. And we go in there. And the server just sees him and lights up, and like, the, and I was just like, "Oh yeah, like he's a famous comedian." Like, oh yeah, it, he's a famous comedian. When it's in the club, yeah, I think that's the thing. Is just like you, you get used to working with people because we get that to a point, right? Like people come up and oh, great show, blah blah. But the second we leave that club, nobody knows who we are, you know. But I forgot, like, oh, he's famous outside of the comedy club. Yeah. And so she was just like, "Oh my god, what's your name?" And he was like. She was like, or she was not like, what's your name? But it was like, what's your name? Like, you, you'd say it first. And he was like, Dusty. And she was like, I knew it. She was like, can I get a selfie with you? And so, like, we sat down and I was like, I don't mean to be weird, but like, how famous are you? Does that happen a lot? And he goes, it's happening more often. <laughs> uh, so it, it was, it was really fun. It was a blast. But like, that day, that was Friday. That felt like two days. Like, oh it felt God. like two separate days. Like, when I like left, dropped him off at the hotel, went back. Did a bunch of prep for meat cakes and a bunch of shopping and then went to the show. When we saw each other that night for the show, I was like, this feels like a whole different ass mm-hmm. day. Uh, everyone, I would say almost everyone that was at the show, the sold out show, got in line for his meet and greet and photo op afterwards. Oh, dang, that's a lot. And so 
new people are coming in as the old people are waiting. So it's just a, a cluster lot of energy. Fuck. Oh my god! And I'm just sitting there by the door, just saying goodbye to people, you know, whatever. And every like fifth person is like, "Hey, you did a good job too," you know. And I understand that I'm just drafting off of his whatever but every once in a while someone would pull me in they're like oh can i get in on this photo i and, love people like you that. you know like our people would say very nice things and i'm so bad at taking compliments i, I could say i say thank you graciously once and then i don't know what to do afterwards because you don't think you deserve it and yes and so I, one i go hey thank you so much you, you, thank you guys for coming but this woman as i notice is like looking at me and then i kind of look at her and all of a sudden i realize this is this woman that i used to like hook up with like all the time back in the day. You were her guts at one point? This was a long time ago. And I, she doesn't have social media. I haven't seen her in years. I have no, like I've looked her up over the years. I'm, had no way. <laughs> <laughs> the face I gave dying. You know those um, lonely nights. He's <laughs> like, what's that bitch up to? Uh, but so she walks up and just big smile. Also, she's coming out of the show that just happened. So she's seen me open, you know. She saw you be f- cool. And yeah, and so she comes up just all like 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 all smiles and sunshine. She looked pretty, and she's like, "Yeah, still, still got it, still got it. Love, uh, it. Love to see it." But she's like, um, she was an older woman too, so she's like eighty. She. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about how he loves his minis. <laughs> <laughs> we can't just say that on the podcast. No, like the minis, like old ladies. Oh, she put it put it this way: she <laughs> she was an older lady when she was twenty eight, and I was twenty three. Okay, that's out. And that's, well, I mean, but like when you're 23, a 28 year old's like a grown up. She has health insurance. You don't. Yeah, she oh. rents her own house without a roommate. Oh, so sexy. <laughs> but uh, so she comes up, and she the first thing she said is she's like, she goes hi. She goes, do you remember who I am? And I'm like thinking like, lady, like we've. I've been inside you. What are you talking about? I've seen you come. Uh. But like, not, it wasn't like a one night stand. Like I would say. It was a consistent partner. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm just like, come on now. Like I'm not a monster. I've definitely, that's, (laughs) I love that. Like, do you remember me? I'm like, dude, we've seen each other naked. So uh, not, not to make the whole episode about this, but uh, back in the day, I was very smitten with her. And I remember one time and she, It was more of a, I think, a drunken, like... Um, Please make me come. I don't want to do this any afterwards. Booty call kind of thing. Or, like, it, like we'd end up together at the end of the night. Uh, but I remember one time, it was, like, in December, and I had got her just, like, a little something. I didn't have any money. So I got her a little a trinket of a Christmas present. And I remember she was, like, trying to refuse it. She was like, don't give me that. I didn't I didn't get you anything. Like, this ain't that. And I was, it was, like, one of those kind of things. So years later for her to come to a comedy show and see me and then be like, do you remember who I am? I'm like, bitch, do you remember who I am? I'm a different man. I'm a beard now, bitch. (laughs) Uh, But the best part was, no, the worst part was, uh, I'm like, obviously she, I'm sure she's married, probably has kids. You know, it's been years and years. And so I'm like, oh, who are you here with? You know, like you didn't come by yourself to see Dusty Slay. And she's like, oh yeah, my husband's in line. He's getting some stuff. And I'm like, oh, cool. And then I I was just like, in my head, I'm going like, I hope she just says goodbye, goes over with her husband, and then just leaves and maybe waves as they're leaving. She but introduced I, you. She brings the husband over. Oh. Or no, the husband, like, she didn't bring him over, but she didn't, like, not. Well, yeah, it's her husband. Know. He's going to come over. You could have just been like, all right, let's go. Uh, so she was like, oh, she was like, she was like, this is Dyke. Oh, my gosh. We know each other from back in the day. So, of course, he goes, how? 
And then there was the world's longest silence. Oh. We were just friends. You could have said, oh, mutual friends. Mutual friends. And then I finally was just like, we worked together. Because you're smart and you are of class. No, she wanted to kind of start a thing. They had a fight in that Yeah, oh, there was definitely a fight <laughs> on the way home. Question. Yes. I hate asking this. Uh-huh. She white? Oh, yeah. yeah he yeah. white? Yeah. <laughs> Very. <laughs> they had a fucking fight. Somehow, somehow she got whiter. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, can you uh, elaborate? On oh that? yeah, hundred percent. You come, you be a husband, and you find out your shorty. You one, you're an Indiana white man, and you find out your shorty used to hook up with this young buck oh. over here. Immediately, like size the fuck That's up. That's kind of a problematic thing for her to do, mm. right? Because it's her problem on the no, way home. The thing is, she could have just said, oh, we were just friends or we worked yeah, together. She, she, no, I think she was a little buzzed. And that's okay. Yeah. But but she started that like fight like saying, hey, I've been with this guy, a black man, white guy, <laughs> like rubbing your blackness in her face, in his face. Yeah. 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 Well, it no, no. Really I feel like if anything, she didn't technically mean to start a fight. Yeah. But I'm gonna no, tell she you. meant to if she did that, right? That's what I'm saying. I don't think so. But I'm going to tell you right now, her husband probably felt some type of way. Like, yeah, it was a fight. How dumb do you have to be? How dumb do you have to here's, be? Here's a seven foot tall black man that uh, we used to uh, wrestle around. Did you do any more? Oh, yeah. One, not only is he funny, and most of the time normal people think we are very famous and successful. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes jokes on you. Oh yeah, I got a piece of shit car. Um, yeah, he's hanging but, around with Dusty Slade. What are you doing? So the yeah. what are you doing, Darren? So the funny thing is, so like I I I don't know what to do with this, and we immediately have to go in for another show, and so I'm like uh, I'm like I gotta tell. So I tell Dusty Slay this story, right? And I'm like like I'm just like I just gotta tell somebody. I have to talk about this, so I'm telling him, and he's just kind of like. Just kind of like not long ago. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. And then the next night, Saturday night, we're there. And I didn't even think about it, but I had a friend come up to me and give me a hug. With, she was with her husband. And it was another friend that I knew from back in the day. From being inside of? Not really. Uh, like, <laughs> you fucking slut. I was less inside of her, but uh, <laughs> that didn't like that answer. <laughs> I don't understand that answer. <laughs> what it was. I, we were palling around. I don't think we ever like properly hooked up, but there was some, there was some inappropriateness. I'm sure that that, that went down at some. There point. was a boner at one point. Did the boner do anything? Who's to say? I'll I'll tell you off air. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty gross. We're <laughs> disgusting today. Uh, but so, I, but I was I was like, what I already think about it. And so then we go back in for the second show Saturday night, and he was like, he was like, hey, man, Doc. He's like, every night you got some girl from your past coming up with her husband and i was just like oh god that was two for two that's crazy i was like yeah that does it normally he was he was like man you're a wild man i go i used to be i was like eh, it's 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 not like that anymore he goes it sure ain't is <laughs> <laughs> young dyke gun dyke stories scare the shit out of me two okay i have i want to say this you look amazing right now. One, you're very glowy from off the off shows, like, but also because you haven't been doing your drinking thing. You look great. Mm. And you like, haven't you been working out too? Thank you. I've been eating a lot of jello. Okay, <laughs> we'll come back to that. <laughs> anyway, so you're looking great. You're looking beautiful. Question, what outfit did you go with for this weekend when all these bitches saw you? Women, I'm sorry. I not. mean, just a regular look. I only have three shirts. <laughs> it was the Hawaiian shirt. God fucking damn no, it! Think, Which hat did you wear? No, I think I was wearing. I, I color coordinated my hats as I always do, but I, I had a. Uh, I think I had a flannel on. Uh, 
I had to get a nice flannel on Friday night. And I'm about I, to take you shopping. I'm about to fucking treat you like pretty woman. We need to get uh, you something. Are we going to have a montage? Oh, bitch. Oh Let's God. do a GoFundMe for Dykes fashion. Oh, my God. We want to raise $1,000, one to $2,000. We're putting it out there on air. So I'm going to tell you something right now. You should look into Dickie's button-ups because they look fucking good. You should look into Dickie's. I am. <laughs> hey, okay. I literally just bought three pairs of Dickie's pants because they're great to skate in. But Hey, real quick before we run out of time, tell everybody who you're opening up for next week. I'm Brad so Williams! excited. I'm opening up for Brad Williams. I'm going nice. to fucking cry. I'm, Dude, Buster, I'm so fucking excited. Okay, not the point. <laughs> Fort, in Fort Wayne? And for, no, Louisville. Oh, Louisville. Oh, Louisville. I'm going to Louisville, shorty. I got to find a place to stay. Nice. Okay, so here's the thing. Yeah. Dickie's button-ups are so good right now. They re- like, are you trying to turn me into a cholo? No, no, no. That's not the point. Because I look like a cholo, yes, but dress like that. You do look very Latino sometimes. But like, you got a broad chest. Bitch, you'll look fucking nice, dog. You got a chest broad? <laughs> yes, Dyke, I do have a chest, you fucking broad. <laughs> that's a little turnaround. I like that. <laughs> oh, you like that? I put two points on the board. Um... <laughs> Also, before we run out of time, you're going to tell us about a time that you choked a lady. Okay. <laughs> That's not. Look, we used to grill uh, Bridget about her sexual history. I feel like we haven't grilled a bisexual woman in a long time. That's inappropriate. And I think it's just because Dykel's just now getting his nut on. He's like, tell me your sex stories. Um, no. Okay. We're, we're just now getting his nut on. <laughs> That's true. I'm losing my virginity this week. Oh, so cute. <laughs> <laughs> your dog just sat up next to you like he's here for fucking business. Um, okay. No, me choking a woman. It's just not, it's not like a fucking go-to move I have. But in the bathroom, you, you feel comfortable choking no, a woman? No, it just, hap- it just ha- has happened more than once. You motherfuckers are making me sound like a predator. So, Well, no, I think there's, cons- how, how much consent is there in choking? No, you just make out, and if I happen to have my hand first right here, and I just work my hand up, and I pull your fucking face close to mine, I really... Hi, my name's Tenna, and I like to be grabby, but I'm in the moment, I do, I'm very attentive to consent, but if when they're in the moment, like a lot of times, this is so uncomfortable, <laughs> like hand on the chest is usually where it starts, like we're making out, hand on the back of your head, my hand's on your chest, and maybe I work my hand up to the, like, your neck, I'm not squeezing yet, but enough to know it's there, mm-hmm. and if she's still okay with it, I'll like, do a uh, slow grip, uh, slow grip, and but I don't do a full grip, I do with one of these. And, I'm just, okay. and I pull away and I tell her how pretty she is. And then I go back to what I'm doing. And then I do a choking. Hi, my name's Tenna. I'm sorry. What well, do you do? You choke men. Yeah. While you make out of them. Yeah. I think I think what happens is she watches a lot of WWE and she yeah. gets she gets she works herself up into a froth. Okay. <laughs> a froth and hundred percent of choke dudes, I especially watching the women's division. <laughs> I literally choked a dude from behind this weekend. Tenna, how many deaths? <laughs> Not enough. From enough. <laughs> Not oh, enough. Wow. <laughs> Oh, my God. We have an amazing show for you guys this week. Uh, we're talking to the king of memes. I'm very excited. Oh, oh! We're talking to uh, comedian Monica Nevy from <laughs> Seattle. <laughs> I totally don't know how to pronounce it. It's N-E-V-I. I'll ask her. We'll ask her how she pronounces it. How about that? Yeah, you're going to ask, though. But um, we'll play rock, scissors, paper. Okay, we'll be right back. Bye. Love you. Hey, Kurt Ryan. You're on the Drunk Dial podcast. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. What's up? <laughs> hey, very glad to have you. Uh, I'm a huge fan of your meme page. Oh, thanks. Uh, I'm glad uh, 
black comics like it. You know, it would suck if I made those memes and everyone's like, this guy's a fucking hack. That would suck. <laughs> no, they're super whimsical. I'm looking at them right now and they just hit a part of my guts that I wasn't prepared for. I'm like, ah, oh, uh, yes. Oh, yeah. You're also... Yeah. You're also on the line with Ted McDonald and Thaddeus J. McKee. Hello. Hey, McJ McKee here. Hey. hey, how's it going? Uh, yeah, that's, that's usually what I get. I usually get, I love your memes, and I also get, fuck you, that hit a nerve. <laughs> <laughs> that's so abrasive. I'm like, fuck you, you made me think about things. How long have you been doing yeah. stand-up comedy for? Uh, About eight years. And where where are you located? What state are you in? Uh, I'm in Maryland. Maryland. Okay, cool. So do you, I, I mean, you have to run open mics, right? Or you have before? Uh, I never have. I just, I just torture myself by performing at them. <laughs> uh, but not, no, I never like have ran an open mic. Weirdly enough. I feel like running a meme page about open mics is about as much as I'll put myself through. Well, the reason the reason I ask is because you have such an insight into the shittiest parts of open mic culture that I was like, because I've, I've, I've ran one. Uh, we've all ran one. Everyone you're talking to has run open mics before. And it, you, you've hit almost every single shitty thing that's happened at open mic. And I love the fact that you can work all these famous like meme templates into making fun of open mic comedy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh... Sometimes it's hard because sometimes I'll look at an image and some stuff just won't work for what I'm trying to do. But uh, for the most part, I've been able to like find a way to keep mocking delusional open mic comedy. <laughs> I think the one that gets me is like the actress that played in the 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 B in apartment something. Um, when a comic starts their set with, "I'm going to say some things that others are afraid to say," and it's the eye roll. And I'm like, mm-hmm. "Oh, Kristen Ritter." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It made me cackle way too fucking hard. Yeah, I I just, I've heard that so much over the last eight years where it's like, and then it's never followed by anything I haven't read before on Twitter. (laughs) You know, it's it's just always the most mild take after that statement. You know what I mean? It's like, we're going to say that. But joke better at least be about abortion or something. After. <laughs> it better be saucy and it better be good. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And a, a lot of it too is just like, I mean, we're laughing at other people, but I think even some of these, I'm laughing at a younger version of myself in mm-hmm. comedy. Like there's the one with the, the two Winnie the Poohs and is going last in an open mic. I guess I'm headlining. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was looking at the one uh, getting roasted by another comic, getting roasted hard by another comic, a stutter on the punchline was like this giant angel. I'm like, mm-hmm. I live for that. But also I've been the person that's been like doing my best at like trying to do a roast. And then my stammer comes in. I'm like, Oh fuck, never mind. <laughs> Yeah, and a lot of these memes are just making fun of, like, shit I'm embarrassed about for myself, like, you know, so it's not just me, like, making, it's me going, hey, I'm also a problem. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) I'm not just a member of the hair club for men, I'm also the president. (laughs) 
<laughs> now, have you, do you, are these like monetized in any way or are you doing all of this just for the love of the game? Uh, so far, I'm just like doing it for no money. But yeah, I, I probably should find a way to uh, monetize it somehow. The thing I'm trying to do is get my following up to a certain number where it's like, you know, I don't want to ha- try to like monetize my memes and then find out nobody wants to buy them. That would be humiliating. <laughs> <laughs> what a vibe. <laughs> oh, God. Dude, you had me. Anytime somebody uses Polly for a meme from Sopranos, I'm sold when they say stand up instead of little skits. <laughs> oh, no, there is an art form. And it's such an interesting vibe to be like where our era is because we were there for the MySpace and Tumblr days. We are part of an era where there's an art form to memes where you can take a little portion of a TV show of a subculture and relate it to the very niche environment that is open mics. Shorty. I'm also like, you know, I'm 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 very in I just grew up watching a lot of movies and uh television pretty much. So like I try to find stuff that I grew up watching and find a way to turn it into a meme if I can. You have a lot of uh a lot of blue check marks that follow your meme page too. I was looking through all the mutual people that I follow. And I was like, man, I was like, he's got, you have comics of all different walks of life from open micers to uh, headliners following you. It's great. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's pretty cool. Like one, one day I saw like Nikki Glazer followed <laughs> me. I was like, Oh shit. Oh my God. I've come to, <laughs> that's, that's really exciting. I think I would like cry. I'm just like, oh, I peaked. I can't. It's great too because yeah, it's like I, like I guess I'm doing something right. <laughs> it's like it's also just like being funny in a completely you know, it's it's like parallel to stand up comedy. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're making you're making something funny about stand up comedy, but it's not in itself stand up comedy. But it's it's memes are harder than I think people give them credit for to mm-hmm. be like funny and to be consistently funny. Yeah, that's that's the thing. It's like. Uh... It's not like stand up because it's not live, but at the same time, I've had memes bomb and I've bombed at stand up and they both make me feel like shit. <laughs> now, how do you judge? How do you judge a, 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 a bomb for meme? Like, how many, like, you know, pretty much how many, how many likes it gets? Mm-hmm. Like, that's a per- if it just gets like 11 likes <laughs> in three hours, I'm yeah. just like, oh, I guess I am a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Viral. <laughs> I've never felt more seen. <laughs> just like, oh, that didn't get the attention I wanted. I'm just gonna go cry. I've- yeah. Then I'm like, I can't. I can't delete it. It's been up for three hours. If I delete it, everyone will know. I know it bombed. So I just have to be like, yo, no, 13 likes is is pretty big number. I promise you, no one will know if you deleted it. If you deleted it, and it, I promise you, especially if it had 13 likes. I, we wouldn't have noticed. I promise you. I have to do that with myself when I make goofy fucking like videos that I think are funny and they're not landing like on my TikTok or my Instagram. I'm like, I'm just going to take that down because you guys don't appreciate it at all. Oh, yeah. That, that, that's true, too. You're just like, well, I guess I guess people just don't want stand up. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember uh, freaking uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman when he was in um, Boogie Nights? I'm an idiot. That's how I feel. <laughs> I'm just like, it's not good. <laughs> now, now, do you do any kind of like little watermark or anything? Because I know for a fact 
that I've seen your memes mm-hmm. on other people's stuff. And I mean, sometimes people are just going to share stuff uncredited because it's funny. But like, yeah, do, does that ever bother you that like, you know, these, uh, you're not getting credited uh, sometimes? A lot of my friends like who make memes get mad about that. I don't really give a shit. As long as like, I just make them for fun. So like, if people want to like post them and not credit me, I don't really <laughs> care. But but like, you shouldn't do that with. There's mean people that like really will like attack you if you do that. But like me, I don't give a shit. Mm. What a good heart you have. He does it for the love of the game, you guys. He does it for the art. I love it. I, I love it. I have to say, you do have the mean Bible for open mics and like just a, a beautiful eye in the comedy. I'm like looking at this one with a uh, Pablo Escobar and it's saying, "Waiting for the Booker," who told you that you were on his list. It was that. <laughs> Those three different, yeah, three different pictures of him just waiting. I feel no, the one that gets me is the fucking. We should start a podcast. It's on the fucking. It's the Fight Club one. Like you got an instant follow for me. That's oh yeah, instantly. I was like, oh, that's that's fucking solid. Oh fuck, what was the one that killed me a second ago? It kind of looks like a Magic the Gathering card. Uh, random booker on Facebook, uh, comic who's been doing it for two days. He avails. <laughs> <laughs> I like the uh, female yeah. comic that's looking at all the hot dogs and it is his male comics in her inbox. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crying. Uh, we're just reading memes. Yeah, on the we're, just, we're just reading his art to him. Yeah. yeah. yeah it, it's like, uh, it's awkward to hear people like reading my memes back to me. I, I'm just like, that one, that one was pretty fun. <laughs> now you know how Ariana Grande feels. You're famous. Do you, do you so I, I know in a bunch of your memes and stuff, you talk pretty openly about uh, having autism. Does it bother you at all that like, that's kind of like the open mic? Like, I feel like anybody that's like quirky, that's an open <laughs> micer now goes, well, I'm on the spectrum. <laughs> Yeah. Is well, that, is that like a white guy saying the N word to you? To me, it's just. I'm, I'm black. Um, I feel like I should have led with that. You probably should have led with that. <laughs> I'm gonna scare him. This isn't a, a hate rally podcast. I swear. Yeah. Make him nervous. Well, you know, autistic guys and black guys are at open mics. Like, come on, that's not what we act like. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I don't imagine, imagine imagine a black autistic guy at an open mic. He's offended. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, "What are you doing? What are you even doing?" I spit up my drink. It's like, yeah, autism's become like super super mainstream now. I feel like uh, I I was diagnosed like early so like for me it was like i don't know i i guess it's cool but i don't know i i talk about it in my act a lot of comics just kind of they don't do their whole set about it but mm-hmm. they'll like reference it here and there that they might be autistic or yeah. whatever you're like but, i got receipts but the, thing <laughs> gets, the thing that gets me is when comics come to me after and they ask am i autistic <laughs> i'm like uh. <laughs> Asking me if you're autistic makes me think maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Strangers and asking if you're autistic 
there's a good chance you are. <laughs> also, like, you're not an, are you like a human autism detector? Like, you put your hands on someone. And like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not. 37%. A, not, <laughs> I'm not a doctor. You know what I mean? I don't, I can't, I can't diagnose you. I mean, what is, I could just feel like you're looking at the ground. So. <laughs> yeah, you haven't made any eye contact with me. So. <laughs> <laughs> what is the what like city in uh like maryland are you in uh i live like in germantown it's like 20 minutes outside of uh washington dc so oh, i just okay. do a lot of i do a lot of shows like dc virginia like baltimore like pretty much all over the dc maryland yeah. virginia area beltway you know? is it called the beltway yeah, it's, it's called the DMB. That's what we call it. Mm. <sighs> nice. Awesome. Uh, do you want to drop a B for me there? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for talking to us. Uh, where can people find you and follow you and ki- catch up with all these wonderful memes? Uh, I'm Kurt Ryan Comedy underscore on uh, Instagram. Uh, yeah, feel free to follow me on there if you like memes about stand up and, you know. Like autism, follow it. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta tell you. I mean, I if if you if I didn't have my like, wits about me, I could have sat here and read your own memes to you for another hour. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. But that's that's probably weird, right? <laughs> We're just fans at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. You remember when you yeah, made this? I would feel like I would feel like if you did that, you you definitely have autism. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I had a lot of fun. This was a delight. You're you're super fun. You can be like the Jeff Foxworthy of autism jokes. <laughs> Go to jail. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for talking to us, man. You have a great night. All right. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hello. Hey, Monica, you're on the Drunk Dial podcast. Oh, I was hoping that's what it was. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> uh, you're, you're, I got two more comics on the, in the room with me. Uh, my co-host, Tana McDonald. Hello. And our, produ- Hi. And our producer, Thaddeus J. McKee. Chirp, chirp. Uh, <laughs> both both stand up both stand up comics both delinquents. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they call me the Friday night delinquent. Um, you call me a raccoon. I I I've, I realized right before we called, I've only ever read your name and I've never said it out loud or heard it. How how do you pronounce your last name? <laughs> Nevy. Nevy. Okay, cool. Yeah, Monica Nevy. Nice. And you are uh, hot off a uh, headlining weekend at Helium Comedy Club in Indianapolis. Hey. Yeah. How was that for you? It was great. I mean, it was, yeah, it was great. <laughs> uh, good shows, like, full, you know? A lot yeah. of people there, that's good. That's what you want. But um, that second night, the Saturday show was sold out, which is awesome. But they were there was, like, four birthdays. Oh my god! And they were all hammered, and I probably did like ten minutes of actual material <laughs> and thirty-five of just wrangling. It was actually really fun, and they were definitely paying attention and stuff. But mm-hmm. it's like it was like a house party essentially. Like it was, it was pretty wild. But yeah, they were, yeah, just, just like birthday. wrangling cats. Wrangling cats is yeah. a good term for birthday parties. Question: The birthday parties were they all moms? 
What? Were they all like mom energy, like birthday parties? Like mm, two of them were. Mm. One uh, fellow named Dan. He's a uh, got big stepdad energy then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and another one that was like quieter. So there was Shelby in the middle, and she had her parents with her and her wife, and then this whole table behind her was like firing her fireball shots. Oh my god! So she was doing, but definitely like, you know. Yeah, it's a, you, a mom energy, I suppose. You know, like that's like a fun thing to do. And then on the other side, Tara, I think. Tara. <laughs> um, it was just her and her, either her daughter or her friend. Then it was just the two of them. And they were like still pretty, you know, we ended up talking about her DUI and stuff. So they were still, <laughs> Is it turned into still a therapy there to session for them? Yeah. But then Dan was just, he had that like that like raspy voice where you're like, he's been smoking since he was 13 or whatever. And he was just having a, have, you know, wanted to chime in every once in a while. And at that point we're, it was chaos anyway. So I was like, yeah, let's fucking hear what Dan has to say. I don't oh know. God. It was, yeah. There's a certain <laughs> so They were all doing shots and stuff. Oh my God. There's something about Indiana women in fireball that is very dangerous yeah. and scary. They like kept yelling it at me that that's what they were drinking. I was like, I get it, I understand. I don't know what else you want me to say. <laughs> I'm I, also here. Yeah, you say it one more time. I'm gonna get heartburn just from you talking about it. Please stop yelling that. <laughs> now, are, are these are these people that come and see you? Uh, uh, like a lot of them are they like fans that have seen your special, or are they just like Indianapolis people that were just out for a good time? It seems to be a, a, a mix of the two. Um, Quite a few people, even honestly, more than I expected, um, especially on that Friday show, have seen the special and were um, excited about, you know, any references I had to it and stuff. So that was cool. But I would say maybe like half of that audience and it wasn't all the way full. And then there was quite a few people who were definitely there on purpose. But I would say the majority of that Saturday show was probably just, you know, looking for something to do kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but, it, you know, they were I don't know. I was trying to analyze that a little bit because we didn't give out any comps, not necessarily on purpose, but so everybody bought a ticket. It wasn't like somebody just yeah. got a ticket and was like, oh, I'll go see this thing. Like everybody purchased it on purpose, but it seemed like, yeah, maybe maybe 30% of that audience actually at least was familiar with the special. Because mm. I, yeah. I, I would be kind of bummed out if I like was not a comic and I got a ticket to go see someone that I thought was really funny. And then, like, some drunk ladies, like, derailing the show. Making yeah, it there, yeah, there was a fella in the front seat, the front seat, like, we're driving, um, the front, like, the front <laughs> row area, um, who had seen me before and, you know, kind of knew, kind of followed me, I guess, for some years and was excited to see the material. And he talked to me for a bit afterwards, and I was like, well... You, I'm so sorry you didn't get to see, you know, Aww. like the new material stuff, but you won't ever going to see this show, you know, and he was, he was like happy with it, but not, you could tell he was there to kind of see. Yeah. He was there for the art. Especially the, yeah. The new stuff, you know, when you do a special, then it's like people, I think people are disappointed if they come and it's all exactly what was on the special, you know, mm-hmm. obviously it's, you're not going to write a whole new 30 minutes in three months or whatever, but. Um, so I think a lot of them are, are looking to see like, what's the new stuff? And I didn't do any of it. So. <laughs> well, and for our you know listeners that aren't familiar with the upstairs room at Helium, like it is a very intimate room. Like you are yeah. you're just yeah. on like a little crate <laughs> and, and like the people in the front row can see up your nose hairs. 
Yeah, definitely. And it's like, I kept joking that it was like a classroom and like, if you're talking on the side, like we can all hear you, you know, it wasn't, and yeah. And the bigger rooms, obviously you can get away with a little bit of chit chat on the side and it's harder to see where it's coming from. But in there, it's like, I'm, I can see exactly and hear everything you're saying. <laughs> did you, did you go out at all? Did you get to go out and do anything fun while you were in the city? Ooh, good question. You know, I didn't really this time. Um, I walked around during the day on Saturday, just that, I think that's the first time I've really spent much time downtown like that. Mm. Every other time I've been to Indy, it's usually like, is it Broad Ripple? Is that what it's called? Yeah. 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 And stuff like that, you know, like not right downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, but so this was nice to actually like walk around. I had never been to the little circle park. Um, <laughs> it's like, I don't even know why they call it that. Um, so that was fun. But yeah, I didn't really go out. I stayed at the club for the, for the late show. Um, really both nights, you know, during that time, mm-hmm. I'm still there. So kind of hung out there. But I feel like in another like universe, because I was supposed to open for you mm. and then, right. I, and then I got moved downstairs and I feel like another universe, we would have hung out all weekend and like, yeah. and like broed out. <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, we got to chat a little bit afterwards, but not, you know, nothing crazy. So. I also had a uh, a meat cake building competition that I was preparing for. <laughs> I know. That's what I was so interested in talking to you about. And, yeah, in another universe, I would have been there for longer, so I could have come and seen that. I was very interested in that, to be honest. <laughs> it was a complete success. I will send you some pictures. Really? Afterwards. Yeah, That's it was great. Very exciting. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations on your meat cakes, which just sounds like you built yeah. a stripper. <laughs> She's your new step Montana. You will respect her. I don't want to talk Maybe. to your cakes. <laughs> um, I mean, well, the, just my interpretation of Indy, though, is like every time I've been there before, and I've been to a ton of places in the country. It's just, you guys are just, it's just, they're drunker or something. Like, it's just a party <laughs> kind of place. But in, like, a divey, you know, like, which I like. I You're not saying anything that. wrong. You're not saying anything <laughs> wrong. <laughs> I was like, really? I'm not losing fans here? No. Um, I would, yeah, it's got a, a lot of, like, a sports bar feel to it everywhere, you know, like, That's just. What Louis C.K. <laughs> said, he said, like, when I went to Indy, there was a lot more drinkers. That's what that's yeah. what I didn't know we were known for that. Yeah, it's because it's the Midwest. We're, we're boring. We don't have a whole lot of like, like we're just now getting a lot of food culture and like variety of things. So what is there a bunch of moms to do? Get shit canned in public. That's their vibe. Yeah, really? I think that's part of it. Is like it is also like moms and stuff. You know, it's not like it's a bunch of college kids. Like that's only the people who are partying. It's like everybody. <laughs> How often do you come through, Indy? You know, for some reason, a fair amount. I think last year I was there three times, but oh. it's it's e- it's easy for me to fly in to, and so if I'm doing yeah, whatever Cincinnati or I did Bloomington or Louisville, you know, something yeah. like that, then I often spend a day or two in Indy as well. This is actually the first time I've worked specifically in Indianapolis in probably three or four years, but oh, I've been wow. there a bunch, just you know, on a Sunday or whatever. Well, next because time because it's easy to go in and out of. Next time you're coming through, we have a brunch that we do almost or a, a podcast that we do almost every Sunday, where we have comics on and we make a big elaborate brunch. It's so bougie. And then and then after we fill you full of food and 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 Booze. drink, <laughs> then we interview you mm-hmm. when you're at your Hell most yeah. vulnerable. 
filled with Perfect. eggs. <laughs> Those are yeah, my most vulnerable time. And then, like, there's always a thing you guys stick to. I think the one I did last with you guys, you guys did like um, Cajun, right? Mm. Yeah, I had shrimp and grits, and I damn near cummed. It was very mm. nice. <laughs> I mean, that sounds a little bit too much, but I <laughs> it's pretty nice. We asked her not to. <laughs> we asked her to. You, better not. you better not. <laughs> you better not. Some people are into that. I feel like we can get canceled for that. <laughs> Tina, stop doing the ooby eyes every time you have grits. <laughs> now, Monica, I have a question for you. I'm reading your bio, and it says, I'm your stepdad. Hot. What does that mean again? <laughs> I mean, it just I just joke about having stepdad energy. That's what my special is called okay. is big stepdad energy. And, then, and I actually I am I am a step parent. Um, oh, so it, it kind of manifested itself a little bit because I started joking about having stepdad energy way before I met my now wife. Um, okay. And then we met and she already had a kid. And so it kind of just actually ended up happening that way you're so. the coolest stepdad oh, around okay. oh damn yeah what's what i'm going for he doesn't know that but. monica full full disclosure <laughs> when you said my now wife tenna did a little shuffle in her seat hey first off don't and sad looked at me and mouthed the word gay <laughs> <laughs> but he said it, said it out loud <laughs> i hate you so i do that my friends introduce their husbands or whatever like this is my husband. And I'll be like, gay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> go for it. No, that's that community yes, reference yes, was seven A, isn't it? Gay. <laughs> right. yeah. Well, I'm now canceled on this podcast. And I didn't uh, do a shimmy. It was a, just a little Paul Abdul shoulder. Shut up, Dyke. And, and I didn't say gay. I said, great. You can see me without the R. The R is invisible. Um, <laughs> the other question I have, dumb pitches. Tell us about that. Dumb Pitches, yeah, it's my podcast that's on the Helium Network, and I interview successful people about their worst ideas. I love, so, I actually love that. It's really, it's a fun thing, and it's like, you know, quick, like 30 minutes, so easy. See, I, I always liked a podcast that doesn't stress me out, you know, like I don't, I'm not going to report the news and yeah. talk about politics or something. You know, I want something that's fun and mm-hmm. you, you know, you hear people that you don't know of mm-hmm. or whatever. So it's a lot of comics, but I've also had like um, some musicians and authors and uh, different things like that, which is kind of gives us the diversity of idea, but they can have any, it's any ideas, right? So it could be an actual, like, I don't know, a script that you pitched or a business plan or whatever, or it can be like, I've had people talk about just like a relationship being a terrible idea mm. and, or just like personal decisions or getting arrested, like all different stuff. It's really interesting what people bring to the table, but it's like sometimes people are trying to convince you that it's not that bad of an idea, you right. know, some weird invention and you're like, Oh, this is actually pretty bad. But thank you for being, <laughs> it's not all <laughs> jump to conclusion, Matt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. What is, but what, it's, it's what, what was an example of one that like, like it turned out to be a really good episode that maybe you were surprised by the person or surprised by the idea. That was a terrible way to word that wow. question. <laughs> no, I don't know. This is like, well, I mean, I'm trying to think of like some of my favorites, but I don't even know if I would be surprised, but sometimes I'm like enthralled with the idea and yeah. I have so many more questions now versus like some people are like, 
they'll bring me a few and I'll be like, okay, what's next? You know, yeah. uh, I would say one of my favorites is I had Sam Talent on. Yeah, I love Sam Talent. Yeah, yeah, comedian, but also he's an author as well. Mm-hmm. And he was telling us this story, which so at the end of every year I've been doing what I call the dummies. It's like awards for people's favorite bad ideas or whatever. Yeah. And he like did really well because of this idea. But it was a script that he wrote that was like 200 pages. To like spend that much time on something that was really stupid is hilarious to me. But <laughs> it was called it was called Time Knife, and it was about a soldier in I don't even know if he I can't remember if he was a soldier or he was a cook like in the army. Mm-hmm. But eventually he figures out that he can throw a knife through time, like he'd throw it and then it would go <laughs> like yeah. change everything around him and stuff, uh-huh. and like just the the logistics of it. It just didn't make any sense. But listening to him, <laughs> listening to him talk about it, because he already acknowledged like it's pretty dumb. And he was like, "I think I stole the laptop that it was on, so somewhere someone has this like 200 script, like whether they know it or not, you know, like he forgot to take it off there and stuff. It was on a hard drive or something. And it was just the idea. Like we talked about it for so long because I was just like the idea that he put so much time into." something that was dumb is just yeah. incredible. That's yeah. great. And I'm, I'm a big time travel guy. So I, I, I'm like already like the gears are turning. Like I want to read time knife. Like, you I wanna... should, you should watch that episode. Cause he does a good job of like actually explaining a lot of what he was thinking and how it would go, which is funny because, you know, I ask clarifying questions. That's kind of my job as the, the host and a lot of stuff he like hadn't really thought of, which was hilarious. And so you could see it in his brain being like, Oh, that would have been better, not of like what, but you know, I'm like asking questions about stuff and he's like, oh yeah, that doesn't make sense. This would make more sense. It's just mm. funny to watch him like relive it. Yeah. But that's a good episode if you're like, oh, well, maybe I'll see if I like this podcast. That's a good one to start with. What, what were you going to do before you were going to, uh, a comedian? <laughs> um, uh, well, I was an athlete. I played basketball all the way through college. Um, and my sophomore year, I got hurt. Actually, my freshman year, and I played on it. But so after, I couldn't play anymore starting my junior year. And that's when I started doing stand-up. So my degree is in sports and exercise science. I think if this hadn't, I don't even want to say worked out, but if this had you know, become a career, I would have coached or something like that. Something in the, in the world of basketball, for sure. Mm. Um, yeah, being a jock yeah. definitely adds to the stepdad energy. Yeah, it like it's all, it's all making sense now. Yeah, my brain went from like I'm like fucking sick. Oh my god! <laughs> like my brain went somewhere real like I was like, dude, she's so fucking cool. She fucking plays sports. <laughs> she tells jokes. Oh shit! Please yell at me. What there position you did you play for all of our basketball listeners? Okay, yeah. That's yeah, play I'm five six. If anybody needs to know, you looked like a point guard. Thank oh, you. Right. Yeah. That that shooter, but... They don't play basketball, so they don't understand. <laughs> yeah. I know of sports. Um <laughs> and the, and the short one basically is what it means. But... Yeah. She was she was really good at three pointers, you know. Yeah. She did yeah. like a lot of she wasn't doing the jump ball. Mm. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Nope. That checks out. You could be the next Charles Barkley, just really, really charming and talk about the sports. Yeah, afterwards. Yeah, maybe not as a player. That's, he's a good rebounder. That wasn't me, but um, <laughs> yeah. Well, and I'm still, you know, still in the world a little bit. I 
uh, help with some of like the U.S. national team camps and stuff like that, just because I feel like I I miss that a lot. I love stand up, but it doesn't have the same feeling of like being on a team and stuff mm. in the same way. You know, like people having a collective goal. Oh. That doesn't happen very often in stand up because it's such an ind- individualized thing. Um, so I miss it, and it's just it's fun to be around athletes and coaches and people with that mindset. Yeah, yeah. So I still am around it quite a bit. Now, do you ever hustle people at basketball? Because I think if, if like, I met you and my first like thought wasn't, like, she's probably really good at basketball. So do you ever use that to your advantage? <laughs> you just and, Adam like, Sandler? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, think, I guess sometimes. I mean, I don't play very often anymore, but people will ask me to do, like, fundraisers or, like, we've done a couple of the, like, charity celebrity game type of thing. Mm. And um, obviously – it's me and then like a bunch of former Seahawks or whatever. And so no one's really like, Oh, this, this is the one we should look out for. So then I'll take advantage of that a little bit. And I start draining threes. (laughs) (laughs) Who's supposed to be guarding her? (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Do you have any, uh, do you have any projects coming up this year that you're excited about? Yeah. I've been doing weird stuff the last few years. I think just you want to like diversify a little bit, you know. Yeah. Something to focus on. So this year, November twenty fifth, I'm going to film um, a holiday special. Oh what? <laughs> I'm not completely convinced that it's a good idea yet, but it's all set. You know, we have the days and all that stuff, so I'm doing it. But yeah, so this the rest of the year, which I would have done on Saturday too, but it was all crowd work. I'm kind of working on holiday jokes, so it's kind of weird. Some half half of my shows, I have to like explain what's going on, and then they're like, "Yeah, tell us Christmas jokes." Um, so I'll be filming that in, up here in the Northwest on the 25th of November, and hoping to you know, like edit it really quickly so that it can be out in December for the holidays. That's awesome. I can't ever. I, I mean, I can't think of that ever being done before. Like a. I don't know either, but I you know. Musicians get to do like holiday albums and stuff. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. It sounds really fun. Yeah. I did and a I'm Boxing not a... Day one, and it did not turn out well. Yeah, well, you're not Canadian, correct? Yeah, yeah that's, that's why it failed. I just like, I don't even know anything about this. <laughs> 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 you shouldn't be here, guys. Uh, can you drop a beat for me there? Nope, that's wow. the wrong one. Uh, Monica, thank you so much. Uh, people want to check out uh, your special and your social media. Where can they do that at? Yeah, everything is my name mostly. It's just at Monica Nevy, Instagram, Twitter, um, TikTok, whatever. The special is on YouTube on Helium Comedy Studios channel, and it's called Big Stepdad Energy. So if you just search that or follow my YouTube page, it's also on there. So, um, yeah, and, you know, I'd love some more views. So please do give it a watch. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for uh, talking to us, and uh, we'll see you around. Yeah, thanks, guys. All right. Thank bye-bye. you, Beth. Bye. Uh, Tana McDonald, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram at Lumpy Tentacle. Wait, I'm sorry. Horchata Del Rey. And then you can find me on TikTok at Lumpy Tentacles. That is Jake. Uh, you can find me at Bush Did 9 11 Poorly. <laughs> it's a poorly. New, it's a new take. Oh, it's a I new like take. It. I love hot. you, Kanye. Uh, at Dyke Michaels across all social media. And uh, you know what? We'll see you next time. Oh, uh, I think next week 
is our three year anniversary of To the Drunk Dial. Oh wow! Oh wow! Seriously? Yeah. And I'm the new mommy that came in. Yeah. That's yeah. wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have stepmom energy. Well, it's kind of like uh, Harry well, Potter, how there's a different uh, dark arts teacher every year. That's fair. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll have we'll have a cake. I don't know. We'll do something. Ooh. Oh, a booze a booze cake. A booze cake. I we'll like. Ma- we'll make a rum cake. Mm, that sounds nice. All right. We'll see you next time. Love you. Bye.